0: Hey, what's going on guys? It's JC Sportcast here and I'm back on the podcast with you guys and we're joined with as You guys know my dad. Dad, how are you today?
1: Doing well. Hello, everyone.
0: All right, guys. So this is a little bit late, but you know, there's been a lot of stuff to cover. We'll have a trade deadline and it's actually going to be our trade deadline episode is near 100th podcast uh, for you guys. This is number 99. We'll do 100th one on Monday, but you know, a lot of stuff to cover this week. You know, let, let, let's start, you know, with the Leafs games and you know, in a week, they play a lot of games, obviously, because of March. Not a lot, but more than usual. Um, but we start, you know, they won, or sorry, they lost to the Coyotes in OT. And the next game following, that was the outdoor series, the stadium series. Now, going to this, they had goaltender problems because, you know, we called him Calgren. But his name, and people thought it was Shalgren, but it's actually Shalgren with, like, S-H-E. So, three three different names that I, I've heard. But Eric Shalgren... You know, was he going to get the start? And he didn't. They put Peter Mrazik in and through, you know, two periods, he looked good. But, you know, the second goal, I believe it was TJ Brody kind of got an own goal. I don't blame him. The third goal I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Um, the fourth goal, I mean, I don't know about that either. And then obviously the fifth was um, an empty netter. But dad, what did you take, you know, coming out of this game? Um, Peter Mrazek didn't all look like himself, like usual. And it started to, you know, plant the seeds that, you know, the Leafs need to go after a goalie because they lose in a stadium series, which they shouldn't have lost to a team like Buffalo.
1: Look, you know, you got two types of players here. Yeah. Um, you know, Mrazek had this opportunity, you know, handed to him with Campbell being hurt, uh, to take charge, to show that, you know, the Leafs that, uh, you know, he can, uh, he can be a you know a, a goalie for them that they can trust, and then in, in, in case you know uh, Campo goes down again or something mm-hmm. in the playoffs. But uh, he's dropped the ball for sure. Um, you know uh, those some of these goals that he's let in in the last you know few games that he's been in there are just you know it's it's horrible. Like yeah. I mean that that that's yeah. just. Uh, uh, you know those those kind of goals cannot happen at this league um and on any team let alone you know the Leafs with so much you know scrutiny with the media and the fans yeah, yeah. uh so it's only going to come down hard for him uh you're only going to be hard but uh uh yeah he's definitely dropped the ball
0: yeah this has been ridiculous goaltending the Leafs have been getting because you know if you get goal good it's been the, the thing the entire se- season you get goaltending good good goaltending with this team they're going to be unstoppable man like it, it's they're just, they're in third, believe it or not, with this horrible goaltending. And, you know, they come out of that, they lose the game. Um, so the big story is, you know, who's going to start the next game? Like, the next game, you got to move on. Who's going to start against Dallas? And they go with a young kid, Eric Shelgren. He's going to start the next game. But also, Jacob Chitrin got injured uh, prior to that game. Um, they said it wasn't significant, but that, you know, was a big trade target on every sports media's, you know, trade board. And I think he's going to be coming back. But they go to that game. And the big thing is he's going to get the start. Let's see what he can do in in one game. You know, if it goes good, we'll see. We'll continue. We'll we'll start another game. I guess that's what they were thinking. Um, And that game goes on and he gets a shutout. He shuts out. Now, I guess, you know, it's Dallas. They're not really in a playoff spot right now, but they're approaching it. Um, But what a game. And and this is also Robertson versus Robertson. A complete great game. Um, Taveras needed that game. But heading into this game, you know, the big thing also wasn't goaltending. The big thing was Austin Matthews. Now, I know we're waiting to get into this. I think this is going to be a nice rant from both of us. We haven't said anything uh, coming into it, but Austin Matthews, you know, that cross-check at the end with Rasmus Dahlin. I get it. You know what? He cross-checked him to the head. You can't do that. That's fine. You've seen similar stuff this season and last season where the Montreal Canadians cross-checked, did even worse than Wayne Simmons. They got nothing. They got no penalty, no nothing. That's playoffs. Okay. And then you go to here where the league has been a joke, where they talk about, you know, discipline and all that. They've been so many missed calls against Toronto, so many bad rulings, so many fines, but what does Austin Matthews get here? two games? Now, if you're going to give this two games, this should be two games or three games going forward. You can't be giving out fines for stuff like that. This is ridiculous. And he just came out today too. I watched it, the the press conference, the media session after practice. And he said, you know, he thought he got what he didn't deserve. He thought it was, it was a harsh thing. He got something that he didn't expect. And, you know, he knows as a player, he's got to be better, but he, he didn't expect that it was going to be two games and it shouldn't have been, if you're going to suspend him to make it one game, I thought this is ridiculous, but uh, what do you think about this? And this is your, this is your superstar in the league. This is a top three player easily. If not one of the best players right now on the planet and he gets a two game suspension. I, I just don't know. Like this is, this was ridiculous to me.
1: Nothing surprises me with the NHL. They've yeah. done this over and over and over again you know, this is to you a Rocket Richard winner. He's yeah. in contention again. Uh, he's basically the face of the league right now on probably, you know, the, the biggest fan following in the league for, the, you know, plays on the team that has the biggest fan following. And you're going to suspend him for two games. Having said that, you know, if you look at the play, uh, Darlene, he's, he's cross-checked him twice himself yeah, too, he, while he's yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he's, you know, you can't be doing that. And then this is your superstar uh, in the league. And, and and uh, you know, of course, he's going to have to defend himself because otherwise other people are going to take liberties. And I'm glad he went after him. And I'm glad Bunting came in and tried to go after him. But I think, you know, the whole the whole team just needed to bombard, uh, you know, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then just go after it just to, just to say, look, you know what? You can't be doing that to our star. And, and by suspending him at two games, again, you know, they've shown that they're Mickey Mouse league, that they're, you know, they don't know how to handle stuff. Uh, I, I honestly, I think a fine is what should have been the appropriate uh, action, but to give somebody like that two games uh, at this point of the season, when he's in contention to win, you know, one of your best awards, uh is just pathetic and uh I'm not surprised that you know the NHL has done it again.
0: Yeah, I was listening, you know, this morning, CJ he had like a little Twitter Twitter session. He said that Austin Matthews have, has drawn, I think he said 63 penalties now in his entire career. Now, if you average that out, that's a penalty drawn every 11 games. I I, I don't know, you know, uh, what what's going on. I think he, he said something like that. Like that, I, I just don't get it, man. Like, I don't get how guys like him are barely drawing any penalties. He's got six or seven penalties drawn this season. I, I don't get it. Like, I just don't get how they're fishing in these games. And, you know, if you look at other leagues, literally compare LeBron James, James Harden, Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, they literally made fun of him because he can't shoot free throws. And he still gets drawn to the line because he's a superstar, so he gets different treatment. And that's how it should be. Like, a blatant miss call. you got to think awesome at the snap because the game before that OT winner was he got clearly hooked. Doesn't get a call. He's getting roughed up. He gets hit. Obviously, he's going to snap. Like, come on. I-, I think this is ridiculous. But dad, any last comments on the suspension? Like, this is, yeah, ridiculous. You
1: know, uh, yeah, I, as I said, uh, I'm not surprised the NHL has done this. They've yeah. done that over and over. um you know in, in a league where you need to promote your superstars to you mm-hmm. know put them in the front, uh, you're letting them get abused, as you said, you know, yeah, I just remember the hooking one uh, when the overtime he was clearly yeah. hooked right in front of the referee. yeah yeah um yeah. And, and 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 a no call, you know so. Um, it's it's you know it, 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 I mean as a Leafs fan you know this is happens to us all the time because there's so much hatred towards this team um, and uh, you know and, and I think they're just trying to please some of those fans by you know these non calls or these bad you know calls by suspending him yeah.
0: for two games. Yeah, I agree. This is ridiculous. But let's go on to at least some happier news. And going into that, obviously we Eric Schellgren. He gets to start, and the kid, the the, the kid gets a shout-out, man. Like this is this is crazy. You saw Twitter going absolutely mental for him. And what I loved about this too is he gets the first star. You know, the crowd is going crazy. What does he do? He pounds at the crest, like showing that Toronto, you know, he's proud to be here. Um, And you you saw in the locker room after they gave him that water bath, whatever it was. It it was amazing, man. It was an amazing moment for the team. And yeah, it was a great game. And he gets to start the next game. Uh, This is truly a big test because you're playing Carolina. You're playing Freddie coming back. And this game was basically three-one because they scored with four seconds left, and he was amazing again. You know, he got a nice robbery on Brady Shea in the second period that kept them in it. Um, that would have been one, I believe, one-one or something like that around that minute mark. But he had some great plays, man, and and he gets to start against the Predators. But dad, what do you think? Then, like, this is um, you think about it too. Like, if he is impressive again against the Predators and gives them another chance to win the game you got to think, you know, do they move Mrazic and think this guy's our backup going forward and, and, and Supi's number one.
1: Look, as I said earlier, you know, eh, there are moments in your life, in your career, you know, where you step up and, uh, you know, this is his moment, Um, you know, instead of, uh, you know, going in there all nervous and, and, you Mm -hmm. know, letting in bad goals or having bad games, he's, he stood on his head and uh, has, you know, put two games, uh, good games behind him. And, uh, you know, and, and usually, you know what? Uh, teams usually rally around guys like him a little bit more, just to, you know, they try a little bit harder, maybe play a little more defense. So yeah. um, I think you know that's on his side. And uh, um, you know what? I I don't think Mrazek uh, is the guy. Uh, so I think mm-hmm. you know we've got to we've got to see what this kid can do and uh, and 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 you know try to move uh, uh, Mrazek at the, the, the trade deadline.
0: Yeah, I agree. You're seeing, you know, he's, he said he's a big fan of growing up. Obviously, Swedish, uh, Henrik Lundqvist, you see, the, you know, the King, King Shalgren, shalgresna, all that stuff on Twitter. It's, it's amazing. But the, yeah, he deserves this. This is a great opportunity. This is probably everyone around the league that's not fans of us and the Leafs getting hyped over this goalie. They're probably annoyed, but let's see what he can do because the Predators is another good team. They've got, in my opinion, if not the first best defenseman, the second best in Roman Yossi. Matt Duchesne has been on fire. So this is another big test and we'll see. I think after this game, you'll see is active on Sunday, Monday. I don't think he makes a move until after this game, Um, but we'll see where this goes. He gets the start, but let's talk about the trades um, dad that have happened. Now there has been, you know, a lot of trades and it's been pretty active more than I thought you saw on March 14th, um, which was Monday starting off Colorado got, you know, Colorado needed right hand defense. In. They go out and get it. They get Josh Manson for a prospect and a second round pick. Fair deal to both. Um, and you saw Minnesota trade away uh, sorry, get Tyson Yost from the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for a prospect. This move for Colorado is probably a cap clearing move to make a move of Claude Giroux. Uh, New York Rangers got Frank Vitrano in exchange for a fourth round pick uh, and another fourth round pick. So two fourth round picks there. Um, and this was the big one. Um, Florida Panthers got Ben Schrott for a first round pick, a prospect and a fourth round pick. This to me is an overpay. Now, dad, you know, people were rumored that, you know, Luke Dubas is big on Ben Schrott. I'm glad they didn't get him because I don't see what's big on him. Um, I feel like he's too slow. And as we're saying that, Leafs are interested in Mark Giordano, of course, but I don't think he would have fit in with this team, especially because he's on Montreal. I don't think this is the move that they would have made, but what do you think? You know, a guy like him is getting a first round pick.
1: I think uh, I remember reading in one of the groups uh, and somebody's testing it and saying, you know, what the, you yeah. know, what the hell was that trade? But uh, look, you know what? Um, every GM thinks a little different, um, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. every player in their head, uh, you know, is, it means a little different, you know, is something different to each team. So um, you know, these these things happen. Um, and uh, you know, I, I it, and I guess you know we're gonna see a lot more of these. Uh, trades. Oh but, yeah, uh, this is. I plan. do agree with you that uh, I'm glad uh, we didn't uh, we didn't trade for
0: uh, for him. Yeah, and then you're right. This has set the tone because now Calgary. Now I'm gonna ask you right after this if Calgary is actually the best team in Canada and they have the best chance because they get forward Cal uh, Cal Yarn who Dubas has been on too from Seattle in exchange for a second round pick, a third round and seventh round? So a hefty haul for him, but a great depth forward. They already got Toffoli. Like this is Calgary, man. This is this is looking this is looking crazy. They've got the goalie who has the most shutouts in the league with Markstrom. Great defense. One of the best lines of hockey. You got Kachuk, Goudreau, Lindholm. They're flying out there. Toffoli's looked great. You pick up this guy. Uh, this is a great team. And Dad, do you think that Calgary, I believe they're first now, two in their division. Calgary could potentially be one of the last standing Canadian teams in the playoffs.
1: You know, they have put together a great season, uh, this year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> we've got a great coach, uh, you know, yeah. from a great hockey family that knows the game inside out. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and, and the biggest thing is a, a guy like him, you know, he commands the room and people listen to him and they respect him and then results are there. Yep. um you know they've uh put a, as i said for a great season and uh i'm gonna stay away from pronouncing uh charncroc i don't, I don't yeah. i'm not sure how to. Uh, i don't want to butcher his name but uh, adding somebody like that uh it's only yeah, gonna, gonna, gonna make, for, make yeah. them make them better
0: yeah yeah, great yeah and, and they're right now first by five points on, on the kings and they've got three games in hand. Like th- this is, this is insane. Like they're easily going to win their division in the division where, you know, the golden Knights and Oilers are really struggling. Who thought we're going to take it, but yeah, that was a big move. And finally today, Brendan Hagel to Tampa Bay, which is honestly, I, I, I'm, I don't know what to say. Like f- Brendan Hagel and two fourth round picks um to Chicago, uh sorry to Tampa and Chicago gets forward. Boris uh, Kachuk, Taylor Radish, two decent prospects. Okay. So that's already big on itself and two first round picks like Tampa Bay is overpaying to the max for a guy like Brendan Hagel. Now, and again, another guy that Dubas is big on, and I, I think he was like fifth, sixth on most draft boards, but this guy's got 20 goals, probably this season, I believe 35 points, 40 points, two first round picks and two prospects. I, I don't know what Dubas is going to do. Like, this is crazy. Um, I, I, I just don't know because I think as, as time goes on, I think he's probably told teams that he doesn't want to give up a first round pick and he doesn't want to give up any of his big prospects because I've heard that the Leafs could look into getting Matthew Nyes, who's been on fire, um, into the lineup for the playoffs. you could probably get that fourth line shot, but a, a decent prospect there. But yeah, dad, what, what do you think? You know, with, with a trade deadline coming up, um, if there was a player, you know, let's start, let's talk about, because I think there's only one guy that's big and that they're going to probably get. I know Hampus Lindholm is probably number one for them, but the asking price for him on Anaheim, the defenseman is, is too much, but Mark Giordano is, I think who they're actually going to get. Um, And he played with TJ Brody as well. So you can reunite them, but he's probably got a little bit of a less asking price, but that's the guy, you know, that, the, that they're probably going to go for. What do you think? Is this the move that you need to make in, in a market where it looks like it's a seller's market because they're getting amazing returns on these players.
1: Yeah, look, you know what? Um, okay, let's just, you know, take a one one step at a time. As far as our goaltending goes, um, you know, yes, Campbell, you know, he's had, mm-hmm. you know, a bad few weeks. Uh, but, you know, we've all had rib injuries and you know how annoying and, and you know, how it hinders your movement uh, can be. So hopefully, you know, he heals and he comes back into a form. So that door is shut. We don't need to do anything as far as, you know, mm-hmm. anything with our goaltending. Now, uh, which, uh, which obviously you know the, our team is still scoring. Uh, you know they're, they're scoring a bunch of goals, so that really isn't an issue. Um, the, the the issue that's been there pretty much the whole season, kind of for us, is to maybe add, you know, another solid uh, D. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I think that's all they really kind of need to need to do right, at this point. Um, you know, uh, but. You know, yeah. At what cost? Yeah, I you know I wouldn't throw you know the bank at anybody. You know, to to just just to fill a spot. You know, we just want to make sure you know make it through the first round. You know, you don't want to be giving up too much if if God forbid the way our luck is that it happens again, and then you know you've given you know so much away and done what you know twenty games out of a guy we did last season. So. Um, you know, uh, yeah. So I, I think, you know, their main uh, primary concern right now is maybe add another uh, defenseman and uh, that's who they should concentrate. I think we're okay. And, in, and uh, in, um, you know, most of the other positions at the moment.
0: Yeah. I think a defenseman and it's not about getting a big name necessarily. They just need a guy who's going to play his role because you've got the scoring. Maybe you had a depth forward, but you've got the scoring. You just need guys that are going to play your role because this defense probably needs it. And, you know, teams probably know that they may be desperate, so they may try to get like a decent trade out of them and, and get a decent hole, but we'll see how it goes because the Leafs do have, and I heard Eliemi Friedman say, Travis Dermott is probably out. He's unlikely to probably to be on the team and he get a fresh start. You know, he's been great. He, he plays both sides. So expect a guy like him to be traded. Uh, Justin Hole, maybe. If the right move is there, maybe upgrade on Kerfoot. Like you've got some cap space. Like there's something to do there because you've got guys, forget the picks. You've got guys that teens are probably interested in, in Justin Hole and maybe um, Lily Green. I don't think they move because he's been great. Um, and, and he's young. he's got room to grow. And he's, him and Sandy are great young players and, and they're going to be great. But yeah, a guy like probably Dermot is probably going to be out. And maybe Mrazik. you know, maybe Mrazic, Hole, Dermot, Kerfoot, maybe. But I've heard that they may not move Kerfoot because, you know, I, I don't see a big move like that being made, now, obviously, now this late. But we'll see. I think they go for defensemen like maybe you know, I've heard Jacob Middleton on, on San Jose. Um, I've heard Justin Braun as well. And obviously, Mark Giordano. I think Giordano's the guy. And, and I've heard that his top his top team on his list is, is the Toronto Maple Leafs. But we'll see where it goes, guys. We'll have a trade deadline show for you guys on Monday. But, Dada, any last words, you know, for, for today?
1: Look, You know, Leafs, in our history, uh, trying to get a big name near the end of uh, end of the season to, you know, bulk up for the playoffs has always backfired on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this may go, I think, before your time, but uh, I believe it was all old... They had brought in years ago and, you know, parades were, you know, set, parade dates were set. Oh, this is it. We're going to, no, we didn't go anywhere in the playoffs. Uh, You've seen it the last few seasons. Uh, you know, it, it hasn't really worked for us. So I think you know, these are the guys that are in the trenches the whole season, these are the guys we gotta go with. Um, as you said, you know, get a get a get a defenseman, a stay-at-home defenseman, I think, is is is, is what we kind of need because yeah, yeah. we've got two uh firepowers and sandine and uh Riley that can yeah, you know, yeah. that can score. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, everything else, I think penalty killing. Uh, you know, face it's off. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're we you know we're we're solid there, and uh, yeah, and you know don't do anything drastic to risk the future. Uh,
0: the, the team. Yeah, and and they're closing in too. You know, they get on a run. They're closing in. They could get you know second or first, but I think first is unlikely. But they could get second in division. And I think, you know, Ilya like bushkin was a great move. He looks great. He's playing top pairing for the Riley, um, and he great brings a great physical presence. But yeah, I think a, a guy like maybe Mark Giordano is likely uh, but we'll see you know he's a rental as well we'll see what, what he wants he's also 38 you got to remember that too but I don't think Fleury or anyone's going to come to Toronto guys um, I do think if they do move it'll be Mrazik out but I, I don't see it happening uh, unless this unless a shallow you know does amazing then the conversation's there right so we'll have to see how this game plays out but this will be huge to see and Matthews is obviously back in the lineup um, we'll have to see what they do with the lineup do they keep marner with uh john Tavares and bunting because they look good we'll see what they do there Uh, but we'll have more news on that obviously uh coming into the game tomorrow guys but thank you guys for listening to this today and we'll see you on monday thank you guys